Welcome to the Breezy Babies podcast where we talk about all things boobs, babies, and breastfeeding. This is episode 11, Tight Tongues and Lips. I'm Bree, the IBCLC, and I made Breezy Babies with you in mind to help ease your transition into parenthood. Becoming a parent changes your life in every way imaginable. Bumps in the road are going to come up as you move into your new role, but my goal is to help smooth out those bumps and help you become the most confident parent you can be. With good education and support, I know you can meet your breastfeeding and parenting goals. Let's do this together. Hey there, friends. Welcome back for another week of fun on the podcast. I'm so thrilled to have you here. Thank you so much for taking the time to come and hang out with me. I started this podcast um, pretty recently, and all of the podcasts that I had listened to beforehand, I have listened to podcasts, by the way, for years and have loved and enjoyed them. But all the podcasts that I had listened to almost were all exclusively interviews of people interviewing other people. But there was a small amount of podcasts that I did listen to that were just mostly the host talking, telling stories or giving advice and help that were really applicable. And those were some of my favorite podcasts. So that's what I decided to do with this podcast. And I've had quite a few people reach out to me and ask, are you having um, guests on your podcast? Could we do an interview with you? And that's something that I might do in the future. And if that's something that you would like to hear me do here, um, I would love to hear your feedback in a DM on Instagram or an email where you can find my email on my website. But for now, I am not doing interviews because I want these to just be short and applicable information. And part of that decision feels a little bit scary because I know that if I did do interviews, I could probably grow this podcast a little bit faster. But for now, I'm just doing interviews on other people's podcasts and just really focusing on you who's listening to this and providing you information that you want to hear about and information that is going to make a really big impact on your parenting journey, your breastfeeding journey, your journey as a new mom. So those of you who have already left me reviews on iTunes, I so appreciate that. Those are so helpful to make sure that I'm headed in the right direction here. Today, I wanted to talk about a topic that I see quite often. I feel like it's a pretty hot topic in the parenting world. And what's funny is that for a lot of years, um, this is something that was kind of understood to be made up or something that did not exist. And now I feel like things have kind of swung in the op opposite direction where sometimes this can be something that is overdiagnosed. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, the reason that I called this episode tight tongues and lips is because, um, I didn't want to call it tongue ties because as an IBCLC, that is actually not something that I can diagnose. So I just want to make that super clear from the beginning. I'm not able to diagnose tongue ties or lip ties. I am not able to revise them 
with scissors, laser, in any way, but what my role is, is that I am really good at looking at under a baby's tongue, under a baby's lip, and then also looking at the breastfeeding relationship and seeing if a revision or a phrenotomy is what it's called, where that that restriction that is under the tongue is tight, is released. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And I'm going to help kind of point and navigate you in the right direction. So you can decide if this is something that is, first of all, applicable to your life. And second of all, um, something that would be helpful for you to go to a healthcare provider who could diagnose and treat this with possibly a phrenotomy or body work and how you know the best thing to choose and the best path to continue on. Okay, so the first thing I want to tell you before we dive too deep into my top three tips is that if you feel like you are doing all the right things when it comes to breastfeeding, when it comes to latching, and you are still having significant nipple pain, damage, recurrent clogged ducts, basically things are just not going well, even though you are doing all of the right things when it comes to breastfeeding, then this is one thing that I think is really helpful to look into with an IBCLC and figure out if this is what is causing all of those problems, even when you're doing all of the right things. So what an IBCLC can do is we, again, can look under the tongue and look at that attachment because listen, everyone has an attachment under their tongue. Everyone has an attachment under their lip. It's not like you're going to look under your baby's tongue or under your lip um, or under their lip and there's going to be nothing there. Everyone has some sort of attachment, but for some people that attachment can be very thick, very short, very restrictive. And it can make it so that even though you're doing all the right things with positioning and latching, your baby just does not have the movement that she needs to breastfeed and drain the milk effectively. So if this sounds like it could be a possibility for your situation, then yes, I do want you to consider a tongue and or lip tie, which by the way, a lot of times they go hand in hand. So my first tip for you today is I want you to think of form and function. So let me tell you what this means. It can be really tempting um, for you to go rush off probably even while you're listening to this podcast, you're going and getting a look under your baby's lip and tongue. (laughs) It can be really tempting to snap a pic of the underside of your baby's tongue post it to a mommy group on Facebook or post it on social media or somewhere on the internet and ask for opinions on whether or not your little one has a tongue tie or a lip tie or not. But here's the thing. I am going to strongly advise against that because it's not just about how your baby's tongue looks. Another thing that's really important, the second piece of the puzzle is how it's functioning at the breast. Even if your baby does have some restriction under her tongue, if she is doing well at breastfeeding and you're not having any problems, 
then why rush out to have a procedure done? It may not even be necessary. So that's why I always look at form and function and how the two are working well together. Again, if your baby's tongue is functioning great at the rest, if your baby is transferring milk well, and you are not having any pain, then there may be no need to have a procedure done. I hope you heard that part really well and I made that super clear because like I explained at the beginning, I feel like the pendulum has kind of swung to the other side where we can be so quick to diagnose a tongue or lip tie and even just not even from a healthcare professional, just another mom telling, you know, that mom that she, that her baby does have a tongue or lip tie. And I think that these procedures can be overdone. So it's really important to work with a healthcare professional who can help decide if this is something that's right for you. And it's not necessarily a procedure that we jump to just because. Okay, let's talk about tip number two now. And that is work with a trained IBCLC or healthcare provider. We can help you if you are feeling pain, if you're seeing nipple breakdown, your little one is not gaining weight well, then I highly suggest working with an IBCLC in your area who is trained on tongue ties. And if you don't have one in your area or maybe COVID precautions are still going on um, by the time that you do listen to this podcast, then there are even e-consults. There are ways that you can talk with an IBCLC and we can still point you in the right direction through a phone call or a video chat. So there's lots of options. The reason that it's important to work with someone who is trained on tongue ties is because unfortunately most healthcare professionals are just not trained on how to manage tongue ties. So listen, you guys know that I am also a registered nurse. I worked on a postpartum unit in the hospital for five years and I worked with moms and helped them with breastfeeding and obviously, you know, manage their care after having a baby. But a large part of what I did was helping moms with breastfeeding after they had their baby. And you guys are not going to believe this, but I, in the whole five years that I worked there, I never looked under one tongue. I never looked under one lip. And I had no idea that tongue ties and lip ties were even a thing and that they could cause problems with breastfeeding. Okay, so there's a good chance for you as well that your nurse in the hospital is going to not even have this on her radar to be looking for. Same goes for pediatricians. With my third baby, he... um, He did well with breastfeeding, but I still was having some nipple pain. And I remember talking with my pediatrician and I was like, listen, I, I work on a postpartum unit. I help moms with breastfeeding all the time. I really know what I'm doing here as far as latching goes. And I'm still just having a little bit of pain, no matter what I do to get a deep latch. And so she's like, okay, let's take a look in his mouth and see what's going on. And she looked in and she said, oh, he can stick his tongue out past his gums. So he's fine. There's no restriction. And here's the thing. 
at no fault of your nurses or your pediatricians. There is nothing wrong with the care that they are giving, but they just are not trained on tongue and lip ties and what to look for. And again, I'm not faulting them in any way because they have a list a mile long of other things that they are really trained on and that they are watching for and they are looking out for you and your baby, but they just don't know what to do when it comes to tongue and lip ties. That's why it's so important to work with a healthcare professional who is trained on tongue and lip ties. So a couple years ago, once I became an IBCLC, I guess I've been an IBCLC for three years now. It's so hard to keep track of all these, of all these, um, timeframes. So, um, soon after I became an IBCLC, I actually went to a pediatric dentist's office in my area of Utah who is trained on tongue and lip ties and spent a few hours there watching the procedure and talking with them and talking with families who were coming through and having the procedure done, took pictures, and it changed my entire practice with how I help moms with breastfeeding. And so I would also um, suggest to you to look for a provider who has had even just a little bit more training on tongue and lip ties and knows what to look for to help guide you and point you in the right direction. Okay. So if you've been listening to this and you're like, okay, I got it. I'm not jumping to any conclusions. <laughs> I am still having problems with breastfeeding. And I highly suspect that yes, my baby does have some restriction under her tongue, under her lip. Then I'm going to move into tip number three and talk to you a little bit about the procedure and when the procedure could be right for you. And when the procedure to have that restriction released could maybe not be the best option for you. So if you have worked with an IBCLC and she has looked at how the tongue is actually functioning at the breast and not just looked at things like how far your baby can stick out her tongue, but also how high your baby's tongue can lift where the attachment goes to under the tongue and under the lip. Does it go all the way under the gum line? Does it connect all the way to the tip of the tongue? How far can it stretch? Is that attachment really thick? Is that attachment thin and stretchy? Um, how is baby suck at the breast? How are mom's breasts doing? Is mom having recurrent clogged ducts or blebs or decreased milk supply at three months? Okay. All of these things, if you have already worked with a professional who has helped talk you through these things and looked at these things and you're like, okay, we know that having the procedure done is right for us. I want to tell you that a phrenotomy is generally a pretty quick procedure. It can be done with a laser or scissors. How the procedure is done is much less important then making sure that you are going to a trained professional who does these often. Okay. If your healthcare provider, um, doesn't really know much about tongue ties and says, Oh, I do. I'm here and there. I probably would advise you to find someone who does these quite often 
and can tell you a little bit more information and help you with the aftercare as well, um, as opposed to someone who just does them here and there, okay? Finding a trained professional who does these often is so important. If you don't know who does these in your area, an IBCLC can help point you in the right direction. Or this is a time where I would say it's helpful to reach out to other moms and say, who has had a phrenotomy done? And who did you go to? And did you have a good experience with them? That's a great time to, to reach out to other moms. So if you are in the position where you're deciding if you do want to have the revision done, a phrenotomy done, just know that there are situations where actually having that restriction released with laser or scissors is the right decision. And there's other times where having body work done on your baby is the right decision. What I mean by body work is baby massage or chiropractic care or cranial sacral therapy. Sometimes that can be a better decision for you and your family. And again, a third option is to just leave it alone. Maybe it's not something that needs to be taken care of right now, or maybe it's not something that needs to be taken care of at all. But I just want to let you know that there are a few different options when breastfeeding is not going quite right, even after working for a good latch. Chiropractors, cranial sacral therapists, pediatric dentists, IBCLCs, and more, I'm not even including everyone here, are all part of the healthcare team that is helping you and your little one to get back on track to meet your breastfeeding goals. Okay, so you feeling hopefully a little bit better, like you have a little bit more direction when it comes to the topic of tight tongues and lips. Let's recap what I have talked about with you so far. My tip number one was you need to look at form and function when deciding if a phrenotomy is right for you. My second tip was worked with a trained healthcare professional. You want to work with a lactation consultant who is trained on this and um, even your healthcare provider, your pediatrician, whoever you decide to go to, whether it's a pediatric dentist or an ENT, anyone who you are involving <laughs> with you on this journey needs to be trained specifically on tongue ties. And my last tip for you was um, while the procedure is generally quick and, um, and can be done pretty easily, it's important to know that that's not the only option. Sometimes body work is the right option and sometimes doing nothing at all is the right option as well. So if you have listened to this podcast and thought that perhaps this is the right journey for you and your family, then I want to tell you that I do have more tips and tricks on my Instagram page at breezy babies. I have an entire highlight bubble that is dedicated to tongue ties. And I also have some special tips and tricks that are really helpful for um, families with a baby with some restriction in their mouth, things like doing the guppy stretch. And I share that on my Instagram page, um, for free in a highlight bubble for you as well, because here's the thing. If your baby has some restriction in her mouth, 
there's going to be restriction. It kind of follows a line down the entire body. So things like tummy time are really important for these babies. And baby massage is something that can be so helpful as well. Not only just massage of the face, which I teach the um, facial strokes and how to do those. I even have a free five-day challenge that shows the facial strokes that's specific to teething on my Instagram page, on my IGTV. But those same strokes would be really applicable to babies who do have restriction in their mouth. But even just a full body massage really helps to reduce tension, which these babies have a lot of tension, not only in their mouth, but in their entire body as well. And I guess that's why I got trained in infant massage in the first place, because I found that when I was helping families with breastfeeding, I found that there was a little bit of gap where I could only help them so much. And then I always had to refer them to someone else. But what I found is that when I could teach them some baby massage, it really helped families have something to do where they could help their baby at home and help them get through certain situations. And even if babies do need to go and have a revision done or see a chiropractor Baby massage is still going to help you and your baby get through some of those tricky times. This has been such a great episode. I actually was able to record this one in the morning and feel so good to have a great start to the day. I hope that you have a great day as well. Before you go, I need to tell you that you are strong, you are smart, you are beautiful, you are a good friend to all. Thank you so much for being here, for being part of my crew. Your support is everything to me. I hope you have an awesome day. We'll talk to you next time.